Yo MTG Taps is sponsored by LegitMTG.com. Strategy, streams, and singles, LegitMTG has it all. Oh yeah, and now us. So check us out every Thursday on LegitMTG.com and stop back every weekday for more great Magic the Gathering content and product. TG Taps. I'm Big Head Joe. And I'm Stephen Marshall. And I'm joined by two of our friends. They are local players from Common Ground Games in Dallas. I'm joined by Joel Martin. Hello. And Ryan Germore. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> that how you, how are you guys doing? Doing really good, man. I got to play some Conspiracy today, so it was uh, really fun. That's right. You didn't get to play until today, right? That's true. Yeah. Ryan, uh, Ryan, have you done anything but play conspiracy this weekend? Um, I slept. Yeah, that's about it though. Yeah. <laughs> I slept. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Not much else. It's been pretty fun. I liked it. Um, and Steven, you uh, you played Friday. Did you play any other days? I played Friday, and that was it. Yeah. I went to Acom rest of the time. Word, word. And uh, I also only played Friday. I had to do this little fun thing called work all weekend. And uh, now we're here and we're together and uh, we're talking about conspiracy. So that's the main topic of discussion today. Um, Conspiracy just released over the weekend and we all got our hands on it. And I think we all had a lot of fun doing it. we're going to discuss the set and uh, what we thought of it and, and how we enjoyed the games or if we enjoyed the games. Um, so I guess we'll get right into it. So Friday, first of all, um, I managed to get into and Ryan, you were in the first one as well, right? I was. Yeah, we, we were both in the very first uh, uh, conspiracy drafts at our store um, after I managed to lose my sodas about a dozen <laughs> times in 20 minutes. That was um, impressive. That was it was thrilling how much I lost my sodas. Um, so uh, we did a draft, and um, what did you draft? Um, well, when I was looking at the spoiler, I saw that uh, Vent Sentinel was in there. Uh huh. And I knew that Marshall Sutcliffe from Limited Resources loved that card, and so I was like, "There's probably enough going on in there." And I was looking through there, and it looked like there was a ton of red, white defenders and stuff. So I guessed nobody was going to do that. And I ended up drafting red white defenders, especially after I got the uh, the flame right past me. So I ended up just I had a ton, a ton of defenders. I had like two cinder walls, two of the pride guardians, uh, a flame right. I had that gargoyle and four vincentals and some other stuff. So that's pretty cool. So you basically did red white defenders. Yeah, it was fun. That sounds neat. I've actually done it twice this weekend. It did not work out super well in the first game because I made a huge target of myself. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I made a big, big target of myself. I had like five on board, and then I I played out my second Vent Sentinel, and so I'm sitting there with, you know, the ability to just six people, and you can't block it. 
and I could do it twice, so I could really just 12 somebody. And um, Peter talked the other guy into teaming up on me, and that was bad. Yeah. So apparently the good way to play multiplayer is not to lay out two shotguns on the table and swear, no, 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 I'm totally not a threat. All I have is defenders. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work out too well. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's scared of walls, right? You mean... Right. Wusses. Um, so my strategy in that first draft was to draft mono rares. Um, <laughs> so I basically like just, I mean, I obviously I was gonna try to build a deck along the way, but I really started drafting for value. So I, I drafted uh first pick. I drafted a Selvala Explorer returned. Cool. Um, and then, uh, got past, um, a, uh, council's judgment. Or, uh, oh, wow. And I nice. was kind of uh, amazed by that because the person to my right was going, oh, I'm going to rare draft this. I'm going to rare draft all of this stuff. And then passes me a $20 card. I was like, oh, so you're not going to do that? Okay. You know, like, I was like, I'm already in green white, apparently. So, but then I also drafted like a reflecting pool and a Brago and like all this other stuff. I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to draft all the rares and see where that goes. So I wound up building a green white deck i think um custody squire and nice. like stuff like that i can't even remember what the heck i drafted oh i know i was trying what i was trying to do was i was trying to like ramp up to um oh terasty terastodon yeah yeah terasty so i was just trying to get to terastodon basically <laughs> it was my plan uh so rock solid not of a the plan. Worst plan yeah well you know it's um, not a bad plan at all now but it was also just kind of uh just kind of clunky as anything um every draft i did two drafts and in both drafts i drafted exactly one screeching seahawk and i felt like the biggest dunce on earth um because that's just dumb <laughs> um but uh not a fan of the five mana tutu oh i'm a fan of it when you get like three or four of them but like drafting mm -hmm. exactly one i was like oh this is lame so yeah. That didn't work out too well. Um, you know, the one thing I have to say about, like, the conspiracy thing was that I really wish that it was, like, a two out. I don't know how you do a two out of three on multiplayer, but it just felt like the game ended and then it was like, okay, well, now what? You know, like, I felt like I wanted to play more magic. Like, maybe, like, the last person eliminated and the winner would go on to another game or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't Joel know. was talking about that earlier today. Yeah. yeah, I really feel that that's the only failing I've I've kind of found with this is that you put you work all this time to get these cards. Maybe you got these uh, new conspiracies that let you put you know cards out with counters. You do all this. You Ow. have a strategy. <laughs> so much for keeping it clean. Yeah. Oh Cat just like jumped on me and like sliced me open i don't know what the hell he's doing on hold on mm. oh i forgot to mention that i had scourge what is scourge that scourge of the throne that big dragon that's the it's oh did you get tough. one i drafted it in the first game and i never drew it sadly enough oh that's like my first deck that i made the today was based on grinzo so uh, i tried a strategy with him and grinzo was at the bottom of the deck i'm guessing <laughs> He could put himself into play. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you had two of them. 
And, oh. and this is awful. Steven, why is it every time you and I talk magic, we have the worst ideas? It's a great idea. I think you play Grinzo in uh, Legacy. Oh, man. <laughs> you yeah, know, well, just play, like, all two drops and then play, like, scry and then just scry stuff to the bottom and, like, just start putting stuff on uh, into the battlefield. You just broke the format, man. Oh, yeah. If you're playing all these two drops, <laughs> why don't you just cast the two drops? No, 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 no. It's not mana. It's not mana. Uh, it's two. Isn't it power? Or is it mana It cost? is power. So, is power. so like, you could, like, do, like, um, you could do, like, clones that have zero power or... Um, like Imperial oh, wow. or uh, Well, you can get the zero zero stuff. Like you could blast out a Colonian Hydra. Yeah, or like Phyrexian Metamorph, just crazy stuff. Like it, many... yeah. I bet there's like a combo with um uh you could do that like body double combo that's like in modern. I don't know. because um, all that stuff is technically no, let me think. I think that's how that works. What's well, I can read the card. Oh, oh Revel Revelark is three, so you'd have yeah. to. You'd have to. You you could do it if you cast Grins over for, for three or four. Let me, let no, he's talk. four. He's a four power. Okay, well then you could cast Grins over five. That's too much. Probably, yeah, and Legacy playable, but I'm sure there's a way to do this. Grinzo hate bears variant. That's what. That's what I want to see happen. <laughs> I thought hate bears was green white. You are it now is. talking about it. four yep. color hate bears. There you go. That's how you have to uh, do it. Man. You can play like five color creatures. It's it's not too hard. Well, yeah, I'm sure it is, but like the prime directive, sir. I don't know what the prime directive is. Don't be a worse version of something else. This is a better version. Because <laughs> you, it's not because it's not just you know you don't have to tap them right. I mean, no, he's it's just an okay, ability. That's... Yeah. So, like, you could just, like, flood the board, like, at instant speed, right? Yeah, if you have a ton of mana, though, it's two mana apiece. Well, that's, you know, it's pretty good flood insurance right there. Maybe. I, like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the legendaries they put in this set, though. I, I, you could I put Brago. You could put Brago into play with them. Uh, what is Brago's power and toughness? I don't even remember. 2-4. 2-4, like I think. Wow. Yeah. And then I'm sure there's some crazy combo when if you can blink everything uh, you control in the legacy I'm this sure is like, this is getting worse by the minute are you it guys is. are you guys actually recording right now i don't know yeah. i thought you were in charge of recording uh, no, i, I mean... was breaking legacy with grinzo dungeon <laughs> <where> he was <laughs> fantastic i'll be able to go back and listen to it i'm sure it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I had to clean a puncture wound off my leg because my cat just decided that he wanted to pop up in the air and like land on me and then fling himself off of me. He discovered that you weren't really talking to him at all, and it yeah. really just made him mad. <laughs> After you spend all this time building these decks for conspiracy drafts, you only get to play once. And my theory on that was if it's a eight-player draft in two pods of four, just take number one, number two from the first pod and number one and number two from the second pod and have them play together and the three and four play each other in another one just like to get a, more like, value out of it. Like a winner's bracket, loser's bracket kind of thing almost. Exactly. So like the first two people eliminate, like the first two eliminated from each pod, they can start a game, you know, like while the rest of the games are working themselves out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I feel like especially with 
a format like this, I'm just like, I'm going to misbuild it the first time around <laughs> and then try to fix it later. But you, you just don't get a chance to do that. And then exactly. it also makes it also makes your mulligans extremely important. Right. Because if you have a if you have a hand that's not going to develop into something playable, then you've just uh, uh, punted the entire draft. Right. Right. And that yeah, that's that's true. Not something I really thought about. And honestly, didn't really think about the uh, the first draft. I didn't really think about the fact that it was multiplayer. <laughs> like until like we were all sitting. I was like, oh yeah, I got yeah. three people. Whoa! How did I draft this? I was like, I don't know about this. Oh, oh man, I can totally play an eight mana spell. I was like, why am I like worried about like, oh, am I gonna get the Tarasid on mana? Yeah, I'm gonna get the Tarasid on mana. I should have taken both of them because there was a foil one in our draft too. Um, but I taking that for value anyway. I passed that because uh, I don't remember why, but I passed that for something. And uh, then later on, I was like, oh, wait, Terastodon, that's what I want. You know, I don't know. I passed it the first time. but Yeah, when I played today, Nick actually hardcast Rhea. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's an nice. achievement unlocked. I figured going into it, you'd have, like, plenty of time for setup. So, at least with my first draft, I, <laughs> like, I, was, de- I was debating on what was the fourth color I was going to splash. Um, just because, <laughs> wow. yeah, I just, I just figured there'd be enough time to actually get around to do all that kind of stupid stuff. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll just, uh, briefly go over, um, my first draft deck, which I got to this door a little after, uh, you guys did. So I saw what Ryan had drafted with Vince Sentinel, which I actually did not know was in the scent, but yeah, was in the set. So I didn't intend to make a Vince Sentinel deck. I actually started off, uh, I first picked, it's a, uh, it's a blue card. It's a mythic, uh, Muzio visionary oh, architect. Nice. And I was, I was. I, I, my initial plan was to kind of just go all in on ramping into big artifact uh, spells and then hopefully doing something broken with that. But it never came together. No. Artifacts. <laughs> so I, I drafted a whole bunch of um, like deck filtering, like Factor Fiction and um, Brainstorm, which was actually a lot worse in, <laughs> in Limited than I was used to it being. I was just used to, you know, going into like Storm or Combo Decks in Cube or just playing it in Legacy. Um, it's actually, it was just not, it didn't really do much because you don't have any, I didn't have any way to like on demand shuffle my deck. So I just saw that I saw, I knew what the next two were. They're just useless when I brainstormed, which is just kind of sad. So I, I definitely overvalued uh, brainstorm when I was drafting initially, but I had, you know, brainstorm factor fiction and compulsive research to get to what I thought would be my combo piece. But then I had picked up one Vince Sentinel and one flame, right. And then just completely went all in in pack three when that fell apart. Um, and I, I ended up with uh, five Vince Sentinels, and uh, Dude, like, yeah, the best it worked time out pretty well. That was Friday because nobody knew that it was there. Yeah, uh, fortunately, in the third pack, there was four total Vince Sentinels, so uh, it would have been a bit of a train wreck. Uh, other than that, and so I was, so I kind of did the same thing where I got two of them out plus a flame, right? And I was just making uh, defender tokens. I also had the conspiracy that put the one-one guy out, which would otherwise be pretty useless. The one one defender oh, I, sentinel. I had two mm-hmm. of those. In oh, nice. Yes, yeah, so I had. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, but I basically was just I just didn't I didn't activate them at any point in time. But, you know, just uh, let people know that I would uh, if, <laughs> if anyone even attacked me or had any effect that would uh, cause me to lose life, then they would they would be the first to go. It so no one. Yeah. So no one like no one did anything until I had uh, enough defenders on board to do 
16 points of damage, and then it was kind of just over after that. That's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah, so I was able to do 16 up to untap, 16 someone else, and then... Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was basically it. I, I didn't even know that that combo existed, even as you were both talking about it and drafting it, because I didn't know what Vent Sentinel did. I was like, well, what's a Vent Sentinel? I don't know. These guys are goofy red mages. They're, uh, they're messing with some weird card, and... Wow, that's actually a pretty awesome uh, archetype there. That exists. Yeah, I, actually, I actually forced it again today and managed to, to finally be the last man standing in a game. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I managed to be the last man standing in both of my games on Friday, um, which was pretty neat. Um, yeah, can we talk about how much I hate you for that, by the way? Well, you should. I mean, that's okay, though. I'm not. I don't when do I get to be at the point where I reveal that you're a backstabbing jerk? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> that's understandable. Um, like, so I, I basically with the first game, I, I just overwhelmed my opponent. We and Patrick were the last two. And um, and I had like the Predator's Howl tokens. And then I had my Terastodon. And I just was able to overwhelm him at the end. And I, I only ever eliminated the last person, though. I kind of kept myself like innocuous enough, I guess. And then like and then people died around me. And then I was like, hey, guess what? Terastodon. It's like, oh. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I'm just over here minding my own bit Terastodon. And then, yeah. So that was cool. How many how many non-creature permanents did you blow up when you played Terastodon? I blew up my own three lands. Yes, <laughs> that is sweet. Yeah, I know. I was just like, I was like, I dropped my eight lands. I, I, I played Terastodon. I blow up these three of my lands, and I put 18 power on the board. I just did That's that. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't even playing. I was just like, nope, all me. And then the That's next fantastic. turn... The next turn, I think I drew a land, so I played it and tapped out for El- Elvish Aberration. I was just like, I have a lot of stuff. You cannot deal with it. And that was basically what happened. So, um, yeah, it was, it, was just, it was just all out. It was just like, I'm going to overwhelm you with these. I hope you're ready. Uh, because I just had to keep attacking with the Terastodon. I'm like, I attack with a 9-9, you have to block it. So I just started wearing them down. Um, now, uh, our, uh, our third... I never got to play Council's Judgment, unfortunately, which I thought was a bummer. Um, but uh, so then after, Steve, yeah, I had Scourge of the Throne that I didn't get to play. What does that even do? It's that five-five dragon that has dethrone, and if you attack, so if you attack oh, the person yeah. that has the highest life total, you get another attack step. Oh man, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I, I didn't draw it. I am sad. One card that uh, we really wanted to talk about on this show uh, from Conspiracy uh, that we're really excited for, for Legacy, frankly, um, is uh, Tyrant's Choice. Mm-hmm. Um, because we wanted to talk about it on the last show, but I was like, no, no, wait till the Conspiracy episode. Um, so Tyrant's Choice is uh, one in a black. It's a sorcery. It has Will of the Council. Starting with you, each player votes for death or torture. If death gets more votes, each opponent sacrifices a creature. If torture gets more votes or the vote is tied, each opponent loses four life. So, um, these cards are legal in Legacy and Vintage, with the exception of the Conspiracies. And, um, whoa, Tyrant's Choice seems like it fits in Legacy Burn just fine, right? Yeah, you could do like a red-black version of it with Bump in the Night and then uh, Tyrant's Choice. So the way it works is that if voting is tied, um, then it, it goes for Torture, which is each opponent loses four life. So in a two-player game, you know, if you want to just have them lose four life, then the vote's probably going to be tied. Um, and it's just a better Flame Rift at that point. So 
Uh, it could it could go into a, like a red black burn deck. Right, and then Bump in the Night is one of the ones that kind of already sees some fringe uh, black or some fringe burn play. Um, uh, in modern, at least, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think that like you know just kind of like committing to the red black plan and going with both seems like a really cool plan. I mean, like, cause at that point, like if you really go all in on like the, the two mana spells or like the four damage spells, you know what I mean? You've got like the tyrant's choice, you've got the flame rift. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, th- I don't know. It just seems, it seems really cool. It seems like it, something I'd want to explore. It's something like I was looking at just because if you don't want a main deck for price of progress, it's right. a pretty good way to swap into that and just put those in the sideboard. Right, right, right. Because you do run into decks that uh, price doesn't do anything against, like burn. You know. Yeah, that was my. <laughs> yeah, I played the mirror match at the uh, Legacy Open in Dallas, and and you can like, double price hand, right? Yeah, and I was just basically mulliganing to four at that point. Ouch. Right. So but I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's something that we're both really excited about. So anyway, with that said. Uh, we all did our individual games. And then for the second game, because I knew we were all going to be on the podcast together, um, I had uh, all three of us in the same draft. And then um, me, Steven, Ryan, and our buddy Matt uh, were paired up intentionally. You know what I mean? So we had like a game to all be a part of that we could discuss. And uh, so that was pretty cool. For that draft, I actually had a bit more of a plan um, I started going with, uh, I, I decided I wanted to play some sort of a like controlly sort of deck. So, um, I couldn't tell you for the life of me what my, what my pick one was there, but, um, I did wind up with like a fact or fiction. I wound up with uh, a brainstorm. I wound up with several compulsive research. Um, I wound up with a b- couple of reckless spites, um, I got an ill-gotten gains, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and then I had like three. I wanted tyrants choices, but uh, they just didn't come. Uh, but I wound up with three siphon soul in the deck. <laughs> um, and then I uh, I na- I took um, the conspiracy that makes a spell cost one less. And then I took the conspiracy that makes uh, that when you cast the spell with a certain name, you draw a card. So kind of I had this plan going where I could cast Siphon Souls for two and cantrip off of them. Um, And then I had Reckless Scholars in the deck. I think I had two in the deck. And then I had the conspiracy that gives a certain card haste. So I had Reckless Scholar with haste just to kind of let me get into it faster. What I was doing was I was basically, you know, cycling through my deck, trying to get to all my Siphon Souls, and then to ill-gotten gains to get them all back. was <laughs> just, a, just a weird little plan. I don't know. You know, I was just having fun with it. Um, and I got that uh, the plea for power that lets you either take an extra turn or draw three cards based on the vote. Um, yeah, that's so, cool. So a couple cool things like that. Just a lot of interesting stuff. Um and uh, I, I, I thought my deck was pretty neat. Um, I had, I think I had nine creatures in my deck, which was a little awkward, but uh, whatever. Um, and then what did you guys draft? Um, I drafted a just a Grixis kind of graveyard deck. Um, I first picked a uh, Dak Faden, um, which okay. I unfortunately didn't. Yeah, I didn't get to play him. Um, I had a Barbed Shocker, so that's the haste uh, two two for three and a red, where if. He has uh, haste and trample, and if he deals damage to a player, that player 
discards his hand and then draws that many cards. Um, I just had a bunch of removal, um, a bite of the black rose, which you can either give all your opponent's creatures mice to mice to, or uh, they all your opponents discard two cards. I had smallpox, and then reckless scholars to just fill the graveyard up of both myself and everyone else. And then I had uh, victimize, where you can sack a creature and return two from your graveyard. And I also had two of the Drakestown Forgotten, so they could just get, like, I think one of them was like a 14-14 at one point. It was huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it was probably a little too cute, because uh, it still didn't really, um, if, uh, but for those two Drakestown Forgotten, it didn't really do much. But I just was, I was going somewhere. I was like, some sort of graveyard, take advantage of that deck. Um, but uh, it kind of sputtered out. Ryan, what did you draft? Uh, I had red-green bad stuff. <laughs> I, I first picked the um, decimate I'm like oh well what do we go from here and then I got a whole bunch of stuff that would help me ramp like I had Sakura Tribe Elder I had some Elvish Aberrations and I had nothing to ramp into that was particularly impressive so I kind of you know I guess I could have decimated at some point that was actually I've I've done the set four times now and the one that I played with you guys was easily the worst deck I've drafted. I think it would have been pretty good, like, in a one-on-one -on -one game. But no, like, in the group environment, I was just kind of sitting there looking at you guys doing cool stuff. And I'm like, um, here's a... The coolest thing I did is when I had the Death Render on the Sakura Tribe Elder. I was like, I'll sack this and put out an Elvish Aberration early. Yeah. That was pretty it was like one, one turn early. That was pretty good. <laughs> Indeed, one turner for value. Yeah, it, it was it was a deck that would have been really good one on one probably, and I was just totally outclassed by the rest of y'all. And really, we were all in outclassed by Matt. Matt had the coolest yeah. deck. Matt, um, Matt had a uh, it was black white, and um, basically he had an all the votes deck. So he had um, the white card. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. Rago's representative. Rago's representative. He had he had at he least he had three he of had them three. out, and they all had a plus one plus one counter from Muzio's preparations. <laughs> right. So um, yeah. So he basically was just like, I'm gonna do these things, and I'm gonna vote for what I want. So then he had like I think he had three tyrants choice in his deck, and, and he, he had, had double stroke. Yeah, naming tyrants choice. So oh each my one goodness. Would, like, yeah, deal eight to everyone. Yeah, right. can we get to the port where you Seth Rollins to me and Steven? Yeah, 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 totally. So um, here's the thing is like, so I was pretty low on life. Uh, my board state was a mess. Um, and uh, what I did was I uh, basically played to my outs. My outs were to have uh, Matt gang up on Steven and Ryan instead of attacking me. Because if Steven lived, then Steven would kill me. And if Ryan lived, then Ryan would kill me. I had to get him to kill both of them. I'll quote. Actually, you could just kill both of them this turn. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't <laughs> see it, you jerk. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. No, so like, uh, yeah, he, he was just attacking Steven for what he thought was lethal. It turned out not to be. Um... He was attacking Steven for three. Steven was a three. Ryan was a four. And I was like, dude, Ryan has one blocker that's not going to kill any of your creatures. I'm like, just attack him with the other three two fives, and you'll get the four in to lethal him. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. 
I was like, you want a pack, don't you? That's what I said, wasn't it? I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you want a, you want a pack, don't you? And he was like, yeah, sure. So he attacked and killed Ryan. Um, and here's the thing. This is like the thing. This is kind of my thing is I regret nothing. So um, <laughs> no, it taught me a valuable lesson. You know, and, uh, and, and I just, you know, I needed to survive. Um, and so I basically told him to kill them. And Steven, so I can't remember like, exactly what my board state was but you had that stupid swamps or plane cycling flyer and i think that was about it yeah i don't know if i don't know i think i think steven could have killed me yeah i could have and then you didn't for yeah because you had the giant drakes down forgotten yeah um i don't know what i was thinking at the time like i just didn't feel like killing anyone at the time because i felt like i had just inevitability um but for my extremely low life total. So, like, if I could just, like, untap. Um, I had some weird combo where um, I was going to basically kill one of my Drakestown Forgotten by taking all the counters off of them and, like, wiping out Matt's board. And then I had, like, a... I had that reanimate spell to sack my last creature and bring out uh, Drakestown Forgotten. Yeah, victimize. Um, and so I could have brought out another big creature plus a just like a 2020 Drakestown forgotten at that point. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was just basically playing towards like living another turn. After that, after they were both eliminated, me and Matt played it out. And um, I beat Matt at one life with zero cards in my library. Wow. That's <laughs> impressive. That made me so happy. I was just like, this is freaking cool. Like I just couldn't believe like, that I got all the way there like that. I, I mean, it was just off the back of like some stupid creature, like uh, what was it? The uh, the three four flyer or whatever. Um, the, the shoreline ranger. Um, he was at like six or something, and I was just like, oh, I can just chump block here, and then I can just keep pressuring him with the ranger, and that's what I did. I, I mean, I got him for exact on his very on my very last turn. So that's awesome. Yeah, Joel, what did you draft? Uh, you played today? Today I played two drafts, and in my first one, I did like a black-red control deck, but I put, for one of my first picks, and I hate picking gold cards first, but I saw Grinzo, and I was just excited to have him for like an EDH card. Sure. But um, I picked him, and amazingly, I got a Raito Lantern at some point. It may have been third or fourth pick, and I was like, ah, maybe I'll make something happen. And a lot of just kill spells came up where... You know, a lot of them, like Reckless Spite came up, uh, Smallpox, strength, uh, Stronghold Discipline, all these little bitty kill spells that do damage. And I thought I'd get something together and, you know, do some controlling magic. I just couldn't get the, uh, couldn't get the right draw. I just, every time I tried, I think I was, I survived, but I mainly survived for not being a threat. <laughs> right. But it was fun. Uh, I did enjoy that one. And uh, for the second draft, I just did a green-red Big Things deck. Um, I pulled a few of the just green parlay ramp cards, uh, Savala and Savala's Charge, stuff like that. And I just got... But see, the thing was, again, I couldn't get the right cards in my hand. Um, What happened was I did a Gamekeeper, like, turn six and gamekeeper milled half my deck into the graveyard <laughs> uh, so it turned out that uh that's a rough card uh especially when uh 
you know, there's no way to really stop it. And you're, you're just sitting over there turning cards and you're like, oh, oh, please be a creature. You know, what happened was when I milled the predominance of my uh, green red deck, I had milled a lot of my green cards <laughs> and my forests to go along with playing them. Ouch. So, yeah. Yeah. No, nope. Milton. Like running out of cards actually was a pretty big factor that I was not prepared for since yeah. lost, a, lost a game because of it. Yeah, multiplayer with just forty card decks is. Uh, I can see why EDH is hundred card decks there because it, it just it became extremely relevant uh, multiple times, and that was actually my backup plan with the Vincent deck. I had the uh, I had two of those altars of uh, dementia, which were actually way better than I thought they would be, like in a normal game of Magic. Like I told you, I was playing with the two Nicks today, and the curly-headed kid Nick milled out the other Nick <laughs> with Altars of Dementia, because the other Nick betrayed him and took him down to, like, one life. And I was just like, ah, I'm sorry, Bo, but uh, Ben Sentinel you. And then he proceeded to sack all his guys to mill Nick. Did anyone play with the, the advantageous proclamation conspiracy, the one where your minimum deck size is reduced by five? No, I've seen it a couple times, but I passed it. it just I passed yeah. it every time. I drafted it and then didn't didn't play it just because I was afraid of decking myself. I that was like heard, the one conspiracy that I thought was kind of not that great. Yeah, it when I watched the first video that Wizards put out with all those uh, personalities around Magic playing, that was one of the things that I kind of took from that video was like, milling is a thing. It's a definite thing. And Marshall played the 35 card uh, minimum deck size and it was... Uh, that was that was pretty crazy to see how fast he got milled out. That's because there were two Dax in that game, and uh, Kathleen Devere kept targeting him with his plus. Yep. The other thing I noticed in playing with multiplayer is that removal was just not nearly as good because it basically just first it made an enemy of whoever whoever's creature you're removing, and then you were you're down a card to do that. And um, there's two other everyone. players who aren't. Yeah. So like I I played that. Um, reckless spite is it the black card yeah, yeah that was rough you so I was, yeah see i wasn't familiar with that card like i hadn't really seen it before and it like i'm just used to like if i was just drafting like a normal set that would just be a complete bomb um yes. but it was actually not that great since it was uh in the draft that we were playing where um they had the uh double um <laughs> uh tyrant's choice so oh. we basically started the mm. game at like 16 <laughs> and um, no, we started the game at 12 basically. Uh, yeah. And so, and so to cast that card meant just like going down to five or six. It, right. it, 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 it was just losing a fourth of your life total to do that. It was just not a, not an advantageous effect in, what, in, in a multiplayer game. What I think is really funny though. I think in that same game, I think I resolved that card twice though because i had two of them i think i hit uh ryan's stuff with uh with it the first time um and then i hit two of matt's voting guys the second time like after you both had died uh i was at 11 and i remember i went down to six because i had to take out some of his creatures so i wouldn't like die you know um because i was like if he draws a tyrant's choice i'm dead anyway um so i just had to use it to get rid of his creatures it was it was it was crazy and, and and that card was really like if i didn't have if i didn't get to resolve three siphon souls in the game like the first the first two um with all you know all th three opponents active yeah i would have i would have totally been dead but uh, so i gained like 12 life off of the first two 
which got me in a pretty comfortable spot to absorb enough damage to stay alive as long as I did. It was weird, though. I mean, just like the 40 card decks was a thing. But like, you know what I really did enjoy about this is that it felt like Commander feels like when Commander is done in the spirit of Commander, which is never done, which is never done before. Like nobody plays Commander in the original spirit of Commander, uh, which is why I don't. Um, But it felt like a very powered down version of Commander. And I really loved the conspiracies and kind of the surprise that that adds. And the fact that it technically lets you play more than 40 cards in your deck without punishing yourself for being a bad deck builder or something, you know? Yeah, I kind of feel like this was um, Wizards version of, you know, like Modern Masters kind of got a lot more people to play Modern that this is kind of like that, but for Commander, there's obviously like a lot of cards that were uh, Commander staples, and um, it, it, yeah, I mean, I otherwise normally do not play multiplayer uh, Magic, but it's actually a uh, a lot of fun. And I'll just tell you straight out, I already have my Marchesa Commander built. Nice. Yeah, I played it today, and it was actually nuts. It's like she's really awesome. Were there, in terms of uh, conspiracy, were there any things that you guys wanted to do or that are still on your to-do list that you didn't get to do in conspiracy in terms of like, like world knit or anything like that. World knit is mine. I, I really just want to pull that off one day. I haven't had a chance because I haven't seen it, but I do want to do a world knit deck. Yeah. Mine was, uh, I didn't, I didn't play or see lore seeker at all. I just wanted to throw a random draft, a uh, different <laughs> pack in there. That happened today. Uh, um, oh, it did second draft for me. Yeah. Uh, Mary, one of the players yesterday. at the, shop uh got the uh, what is it lore seeker is that it yeah yeah okay and she there's a random pack thing that they're doing up there and got a conflux pack and nice. added it to the draft and it was cool but what was really funny was the pack that was going around featured three cards that were already in the set so <laughs> it was like just another pack of uh conspiracy rolling around but it was fun it was neat to see that i i thought that added I wish those were a little bit more common because I really kind of thought that added another element to the draft. Yeah, it was cool. I wanted to actually I should probably read this because there's several combos that I thought were combos that actually did not work. Um, fortunately, I didn't actually draft them. Uh, one was I thought uh, Sentinel Dispatch would uh, work with um, Secrets of Paradise, but it's uh, um, it's creatures. Oh, actually, maybe it, maybe it does work. Start the game with this conspiracy. No, and secretly name a card. Yeah, that's right. Because the thing says creatures you control with the chosen name, but you have to name a, you have to name a card, and tokens aren't cards. So yeah, I thought you, you could like say con- construct. Yeah, I thought it would be like, yeah, I want I want my constructs to be uh, uh, birds of paradise. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, it doesn't work because you have to name a card. Um, the other one is, and I should probably read Phage uh, to make sure it actually works. Oh, it's combat damage. Okay, good. Because I would have drafted this otherwise. I was thinking Phage the Untouchable, plus. Um, Power of Fire, where you, you know, enchant creatures. Yeah. It, damage it, it, it makes yeah. it a poker. Yeah, it, it turns it into something that could, like, ping anyone. But no, it's combat damage to lose the game. Okay, that's just a lesson, though, to actually read the cards. Um, the only other thing was I was looking to do either something busted with ma- uh, Mana Geyser, but I'm not sure what. That just seemed like it would be something that no one was drafting, but that, you know, if you could actually somehow exploit it, it would, it would definitely be available to you. And then uh, actually going off with uh, Lurking Automaton. I only ever got one of those. Oh, I only uh, ever saw one. Brian 
Brian at uh he not only did he world knit, but he got the fifteen fifteen lurking automaton. He uh I passed him that when he already had agent of acquisitions, and Shane was all, "Whoa, good job, Brian!" Blah 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 blah. <laughs> did he really get upset about it? Yes, but then he was already world knitting, and so he only got two, and he had like an eighty card deck. I played in the game with him. I I, I killed him. <laughs> I killed him with my terrible flyers that nobody noticed. It's like, hmm, Ryan's got a lot of flyers. Uh-oh, Ryan's got favorable wins. Eh, we'll keep playing. <laughs> Ryan has two favorable wins now and just killed Brian. This is an issue. Um, okay, so that actually does work, the yes, Lurking Automaton and Agent of Acquisitions? Yeah. If they <laughs> have that, don't pass it to them, is what at least Shane was complaining to me about. But I was like, dude, just kill him. I, I would have just not played the World Knit Conspiracy, because you can just choose not to, right? Yeah, yeah, you don't have to play it. Yeah. I would play it. If I drafted it, I'd totally play it. Why yeah, not? I mean, that's one of those things that you have to do, right? It's, it's fun. If yeah. I drafted it pack one, I would play it. If I saw that go into, like, wheeling on pack three, then I'd, uh, I'd have to take it into consideration. That's true. There are things that are, like, a major bummer when you open them later. Um, yeah. The, the one thing, okay, my, I want to say flavor-wise, because I didn't really look at this uh, spoiler much at all. Like, I, I frankly still haven't. But um, uh, my favorite thing I saw in the conspiracy draft was the card Canal Dredger. <laughs> I, the, oh, yeah. The flavor of this card is hilarious. So um, Canal Dredger's a rare uh, sadly, it's a one five for four. It's a construct uh, draft canal dredger face up. Each player passes the last card from each booster pack to a player who drafted a card named canal dredger. And then it's a uh, tap put target card from your graveyard on the bottom of your library. Just um, in case you wanted all the pillar field oxes. Yeah. But I was just like, <laughs> uh, I, you know, he got, um, he got uh, three moments pieces. Uh, the guy who drafted it actually got three wow. moments pieces because he drafted it in pack three. He was like, whatever, let's do this. And uh, he got three moments piece. I was like, well, hey, at least we're in a table of smart drafters because nobody should be drafting that card. Um, so, but I thought that was really great. Um, I, I just love the canal dredger. It's just like, yeah, scraping the bottom of the pile here. Um, I thought that was really funny. Um, what is moments piece? Moments, oh, you're, like ta you're talking about you're talking about uh, respite. Respite, yeah, right, yeah. right. Moments piece, I think, actually has flashback. I was looking at Innistrad cards. You're welcome, by the way. Um, so uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, um, I still actually haven't looked at them for you though, which is funny. Um, the one thing I really want to do in conspiracy is I want to draft a red black burn deck because it's totally there. Um, and I just, I want to do it. Like, that's what I was, I was hoping to do. Like, I really wanted, cause like the siphon soul thing. I only got three, which I was bummed because I really wanted to get like four five, six of them. Um, and then I really wanted to get some tyrants choices. You could get the volley. Yeah. I was thinking of that. Like, yeah, there's brimstone volley. There's sulfuric vortex. And then there's, I saw it going around. I didn't actually draft it cause I didn't have the deck at the time for it, but the heartless, uh, it is so good. I did draft yeah. today. Jameson drafted two. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I think he drafted the conspiracy to give them haste, actually. Which is kind of cool. But yeah, there there seemed like there was enough there where like, yeah, you could combo with him and uh maybe a few of the yeah, the red and the black um burn slash lose life spells to actually kind of go off. 
It's interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. No, I mean, I've definitely, uh, I wanted to get there with that. I couldn't, I couldn't quite make it happen. Um, just like, just kind of like a red, black burn removal kind of deck. Um, but I couldn't quite get, get it to go. Um, but, uh, I think I, I overall I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I don't always play casual. So now you're working on some uh, sweet commander decks. No, I'm really. He's not. working on mine. <laughs> although, although I have thought about building a um, a cube, like a common uncommon cube. I've been tempted to do that. So uh, we just want to real quick go over, uh, just not really go over, but kind of because we haven't played it yet, but. Um, Vintage Masters is coming to Magic Online starting on the 13th, I believe, which would be uh, this Friday. Um, and I'm super psyched. I've never seen anything like this in my entire life in terms of like just how much amazing product is within this set. Um, you've got the Moxes. You've got the Lotus. You've got the Power Nine. You've got... Um, Bizarre Baghdad, you've got um, Library of Alexandria. Library of Alexandria. But I mean, you've got just so many super expensive, crazy cards in this set. Mana Drain. Um, and, like, I, yeah, first of all, Joel. Uh, Joel is a, is a reserve list guy, which uh, it's a whole other it's a whole other conversation. Um, I'm not. But um, but I I dig the fact that Joel's been collecting these cards for a long time um, and knew that Joel would at least have a strong opinion on Vintage Masters one way or the other. Uh, so uh, how do you feel about this set, Joel? I mean, you actually, when we were talking before, you actually said that you feel that you have a positive vibe about it. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I, I'm excited about Vintage Masters because what it does is it introduces a lot of cards that I got to play with and collectors who got to play with back in unlimited rev uh, revised all those and these were cards that a lot of times of course were not drafted i mean we're playing with cards that were in sets that weren't meant to be drafted and so it really gives people a chance to see the power and that's that's the other thing the reserve lists there's so many cards on there that are so powerful and i think this will kind of give not it will never in draft i think give how powerful they can be but it gives kind of a glimpse i mean you think about the turn one Black Lotus into there's tons of cards you can name out of this set that you could just get out. It, it's such it's just such a preview to what vintage and legacy in some parts what what those can cards can be. Yeah, and I'm I'm personally really excited about the set because um, I'm not the biggest fan of Eternal formats in general, but uh, I'm 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 trying to. I'm really trying in the next like year or so to start being more open-minded about um, about those formats. Um, it's kind of a goal for me, a stretch goal, if you will, is just to like really like is a really like start like learning to enjoy legacy again and learning to and and maybe getting into vintage. And I think that's really neat that like they're introducing vintage as a format or an MTGO. Yeah, which and, is it, wild. It is. It's crazy. And as somebody who actually has a vintage deck, I'm excited to finally be able to really test. I know there's classic that's already supported under NPGO, but to see stuff out there, again, like Tezzeroth and all that that are big right now in vintage, uh, it, it'll be fun to see those cards in a draft format and to see them just in general in vintage again. 
Yeah, and, and I think it'll be cool. Like, I mean, I want to I wanna draft these cards. I want to acquire some of these cards. Um, and uh, it's it's weird to think that, like, I'll be able to have potentially a Black Lotus on Magic Online. Foil. Foil, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's think about that. That's crazy. Now, see, what, where my <laughs> brain goes to, like, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a... Of, of a you know, like if I if I came up with a black lotus right now, like if I bought a collection and I had a black lotus in that collection, I would sell it. Like yes. without question. I wouldn't like even like think about selling it. It would like just go on eBay like immediately. It would. It would just go right on eBay. And that's kind of where my brain goes with this set in a way. But whereas I still do want to kind of try to acquire the cards and see how much of some of the more marquee vintage cards I can pick up just through drafting this set um, and see where I'm at at the end of it. And if it feels worth it to try to like put a vintage deck together online, maybe I'll do it. But if not, I'm probably going to sell these cards. Um, now I'm just trying to figure out like where, wow. where these cards wind up value wise. You know, it, it's such a curious thing. Like you've got things like, Modern Masters happened last year, and 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 Tarmogoyf is still through the roof. Like it didn't it didn't drop the price of Tarmogoyf at all because it well, increased the demand. It increased the demand, and also think about all the collectors out there. Even myself included is guilty of this: taking buying a bunch of boxes and throwing them in a closet. When Modern Masters was meant to increase the distribution of Tarmogoyfs, all those goyfs that everybody want are probably sitting in people's closets gathering the value that they think they're gathering when really it's kind of hurting that those aren't out there but uh you know with vintage masters uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it's received i know with modern masters it was really well received even on mtgo you see a lot of people finally they, they bring out the i guess every once in a while they'll do like a phantom draft i can't remember how often they'll open up phantoms for modern masters and uh, those are a blast. And you see so many of the online personalities uh, jump in and they'll play them as soon as they're up. So I'm wondering if Vintage is going to be the same way. I hope it's as well received. I feel like a lot of the people who play on MTGO predominantly are excited to get a hold of the cards. And it's it'll be fun to see how they're received and how well it can be drafted. I mean, we're talking about some cards again. I mean, we got City in a Bottle. This is <laughs> this is a card that just removes anything that would have been printed in Arabian Nights from the game. Uh, yeah, I I had an issue with that card. Um, why <laughs> city in a bottle? Okay, why city do they need bottle. to give that new art? And then why is that a mythic? And why is it in the set? Well, why it, it's it's one of those cards that some people actually do use. I think in some variants of vintage decks uh, because some of the very hardcore cards. Uh, came out of Arabian Nights. Some of the older cards and some of the band cards, the earliest band cards, I'm surprised. Is Ali from Cairo on here? I don't remember if he's getting reprinted in this, but he was one I, of the early bands. What did yeah. he do? Because I looked him up recently. If when you, I was... Your life total can't go below one while he's out, basically. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and he was banned early. I mean, when he came out, he hit the scene. He It was, whoa, this is, this can be, this can be hard to contain. So, you know, <laughs> that, those will be those will be fun to see. It's also cool. We're going to be able to draft Chaos Warp in this. Another thing that we really only saw in the um, Commander. what's the Commander. Commander's Commander. Arsenal. Yeah. Well, it was in Commander 2011. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's been and, in the MTGO cube. That's that's the only place I've ever seen that card. <laughs> yeah, I think this will get more play. That's interesting uh, to me because Marrow hates it. Does he? I, I'm not. I, I haven't heard his rant on it. It's just because he thinks red shouldn't be able to deal with enchantments, and that's just deal with anything removal in red. True. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I'll play it in my burn decks if if there's like any like. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, it's just like a, as a fallback plan if like I just need removal for for one like particular permanent. But what really sucks is when they get something better out of it. Well, I mean, usually it's something that you couldn't deal with anyway, and if they had something that you couldn't deal with uh, yeah. anyway on the top of their deck, then you're probably losing that game any uh, anyway. <laughs> to say that word three times. Yeah. So I mean, I, the, like after going over the uh, spoiler, it it kind of just seems like it's basically the spells, like the instants, sorceries, and enchantments from cube and then really crappy creatures for the most part <laughs> otherwise yeah. well if you think that i don't think they wanted anything that was printed that would have been legal and legacy i mean we're we're really going through sets that were really legal for i mean arabian nights and all that these were undrafted sets typically with just a splash of some of the conspiracy cards yeah i, I heard it's really um cool. it's anything they they wouldn't want any modern legal cards was one of the one yes. They so, it. yeah, and and also it's funny to me that back in the day, and this was brought up in an interview between the two guys who designed the set and Marshall Sutcliffe, uh, that the red creatures were so bad, the only way <laughs> they could make it any good is to give people the goblins from those sets. That and that was it, and to throw in the scourge from the throne from the um, new conspiracy set. So that's how what's bad wrong, red creatures were. What's wrong with a 2-2 two, two for two that can't block? <laughs> Hulking Goblin. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, oh, so, man. yeah, that, you, it's just, you almost get the bins looking at, yeah, you get Hulking Goblin as, like, a representative of the creatures from the set, and then it's also the same set that has, like, Balance and <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Armageddon. Have you, at, have you looked at the new art for Balance, though? That is sweet. There was a judge uh, playmat with that that I wish I could get. A, it looks so awesome. I'm totally with you on that, Ryan. Yeah, they've got Mind's Desire, um, which is like restricted and vintage. And Dude. then, yeah, two twos that can't block. Well, shoot, I mean, it's, got, it's got Yagmoth Bargain, doesn't it? Yeah, and Will, and Necropotence. Yeah, there's lots of really interesting stuff. It's going to be fun to try God, to, Yag- to play. God, so- Yagmoth. So are they cool. just are they uh, what I don't know is are they rolling with all the old art on all these cards except for like the power nine and some of the other ones? Nope. No, uh, they go ahead. No, they they've 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 done new art for a lot of stuff. Well, some of the stuff has been in the cube already. Like the channel is the one that's from the cube, and that's not what the old channel looked like. The living death is oh it's so bad. It's, it's awesome art, not I was gonna say a word, but yeah, it looks because there, there is some there's some bad art on some of these cards, like uh Kezerdrix is like <laughs> Dude, you can't replace the art on Kezerdrix though, because that card is just so that giant the... angry rabbit looking thing. Yeah. Dude, I remember that card from Junior High. I remember being, what the heck is this thing supposed to be? But there's I'm... some weird there's some weird art on some of these, like that uh <laughs> I don't know, like reviving vapors. Like I don't know, there's just some of the stuff that they just wouldn't um it just kind of clashes with like uh, modern card art, but uh, I, I'm a fan of keeping the uh, the weird old art in. Definitely, I love weird old art. Without what's a doubt. going on with reviving vapor, vapors here? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is are you looking at the one with the the chick with the tattoos, and then the other chick that's just looking? It looks like a psychiatrist thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, that's what's going on. 
she's just like, I'm going to apply that. Actually, you know what? That does kind of look like what I want here. Joe, are you going to first pick Psycho Dog? I can't rip it up digitally, so no. <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to go if you're going to do like Blue Black Madness with him, man. No, it's I, I got no beef with him. I, I, that, was just, uh, that was the old me, man. That was the old me. Where is oh, I see. I've I've got two more art art choices for you. You've got uh, they're right next to each other in the spoiler. Uh, Volrath's shapeshifter. That is just some horrifying art right there. And then where, um, where, what spoiler are you looking at? Uh, just on the mothership. Just like look up Volrath V O L R A T H apostrophe S shapeshifter, and it is just horrifying. Like it's like someone melting, but then something else is coming out of them. It's it's really weird. And then Waterfront Bouncer. That's just a weird, like, that, uh, they, there's not really humorous art anymore in uh, in Magic. They've kind of gotten away from that, where it's, like, more... Um, Goblin Diplomats and you lose. Drops Mike, walks true. away. Okay. Well, yeah, and that, that's why it was, like, so, like, notable. Like, the card was bad. No one played it, but it got more... Uh, that is like my, that would have otherwise gotten just because of the art, I feel like. I think I've traded for that card just because I wanted more. I think I have three. I thought that card was going to be playable when it came out for some reason. Okay, so is City in a bottle, like, anti-dredge technology? Like, is it supposed to be for, like, Bazaar of Baghdad? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is that actually played in Vintage? I have seen some sideboarded cards of it. Hmm. I do not believe mo- many people play a main board. You would figure that Leyline of the Void would just be strictly better if you're trying to hate out vintage or hate out dredge, right? I can't yeah. find the the spoiler for this set that you guys are looking at. Here, I'll put it in the. They are redoing Goblin Pile Driver. That card is nuts. Yeah, it is. God, well, that's cool. And you'll get you. It looks like there's actually like a real Goblins deck in the. Wait, there, there's a lot. They got Goblin Lackey, Goblin Matron. If okay, the, is is Soul Ring a, an uncommon in this set? Is that actually accurate? That's busted. That card is like that, I think that card's probably better than the Moxes. I mean, like I don't know. I know it's not better than the Moxes, but or almost. I mean, that, I think it's on par. It's pretty good. Like that's just why it's, it seems weird that that's like in every Commander precon, but then. Um, are the Moxes even banned in Commander? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, could have, yeah oh, they are? Yeah, the Vintage Restricted list is all banned in Commander. Yeah. Okay, because, yeah, that just seemed weird that, like, all these pre-cons come with a Soul Ring, but then the Moxes are banned. It just seems weird. Well, I mean, the Soul Ring you at least have to pay something for. I mean, you hold a hand of moxen and a lotus and you've got a turn three or i'm sorry turn one it's like in cube when they do power nine and you throw down uh, a lotus and you pop it for three and get a liliana the veil that uh, oh. sit there for the first turn and you're like well i control this game now there is there's almost nothing you can do for the next few turns it, it's so powerful when in soul ring you're gonna pay one you're going to put it out, and it's going to give you two colorless. The Moxon give you colored mana. It's such a big deal. But I've heard a lot of people say that they thought that Soul Ring really ought to replace uh, Time Twister in the Power 9. Soul Ring? Yeah, I can see that. Jo- that's a joke. No, it, no, 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 no. That's not true at all. Time Vault should replace Time, it, time I Twister. I thought Time Vault was in the... Uh... <laughs> it's Time Twister. 
Time, time Twister is in it. Yeah, the Time Vault oh. should replace Time Twister in the Power Nine. I don't even know what. Time... Matter of fact, somebody name off all nine of the Power Nine because I can only get to six. Uh, let's see. So there's Soldier of Fortune. There's uh, Scaled Worm. Uh, Ancient hold... Tomb, right? No, 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 no. Uh, Ancient Grudge. Um, there's um the Bog... Bog Wraith. Um, Abyssal and, Spectre, uh, Abyssal Persecutor, Squire. Um, uh, yeah. If you want the Best real answer, answer. Knight, <laughs> of, Knight, of, real the, answer, Knight of the White okay. Orchid. Um, <laughs> so... I wasn't asking for Joe to name nine random old cards that suck that he knows. So wait, current... Moss Monster. Okay. So current power nine is Black Lotus, of course, the biggest of the P nine. Then you've got your Mox Sapphire, Mox Jet, Mox Ruby, Mox Emerald. Mox Pearl, all your Mox and Ancestral Recall, which is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Time Walk and then Time Twister. Okay. Yeah. Time Twister does not belong in those. And as a collector, I would I would agree with you in that. Time Twister does not belong in that at all. Uh, And yes, Vault is the one right there. Time Vault is a stronger card, I believe. Like when I took my picture. I took a picture with the Power Nine in hand, and I'm pretty sure I replaced the Time Twister with the Time Vault. Time Vault, <laughs> or I included them both. I don't remember. It might have been. You want me to tell you what Time Vault does? I'm looking at it right now. Cool. Okay. So, what did people use to break that all the time? Just some like Voltaic Key. Voltaic Key could be used. Yeah, there's, there's plenty. Can there's... we just talk about Volt? Maybe Voltaic Key should be there. No. No. <laughs> what? No. No. The Rings of Brythe, what is it? Right Yeah, that can be used. Is that in here? No. Yeah, think... no, there's the Voltaic Key plus Time Volt combo. That's yeah. that's what people do in uh, Legacy. Or I, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, vintage. I was about what? to say vintage. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. I, think, I think Mysteries of the Deep should replace Ancestral Recall in the Power Nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like hmm. how Joe takes, it apparently takes an hour and a half before Joe looks in the complete hipster mode. I know more old cards than you guys. That card's from World Wake. Oh, I'll shut up then. Okay, so Palancron, what 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 are the combos um, that are in Vintage Masters? Because that's in the spoilers. So uh, I know there's like a million of those in Cube that you can you can pull off. Um, is High Tide in this? Yeah, High Tide is in this. So there's one of them. Okay, It'll... so you can make infinite math from that, and then is there like a Fireball. Is there like is, is Fireball on the set? Yeah, straight up or no, Carevex Torch. Joel, you've played forever. Oh, Stroke of Genius. You can make them you can make them deck themselves, I guess. Yeah. You've played forever. Explain to me why World Gorger Dragon is is bad, because like every time I look at that, I'm like, that's too much text for me to care about a card that's Well, I mean, basically the only reason it was banned was if you look at what it does, it's six for a seven seven and it, it can be, it can be, how do I put this? It can be thrown out there. It can be cast out there really easy uh, with plenty of, I guess, non uh, combo type cards. So people can get out a 7-7, seven, seven, remove all their permanents, oh, okay. which will be one or two with what they did to ramp. And then there's, there's a 7-7. Seven, seven. Have fun. Okay. I got <laughs> it doesn't seem amazing. Like, there has to have been a deck that like, got that banned. I can't for some reason oh, right now. Man. I, I mean, I'm sure there was. I can't remember right off the back. 
Also, you... why is Black Vice still banned? That doesn't make any sense. It's not. I thought it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure they play that in 8-Rack. Yeah, 8-Rack. It yeah, plays. it's not banned. Really? I'm pretty sure 8-Rack in Modern plays it. It's banned in Legacy. No. It's not It's not Modern Legal. No, it's not Modern Legal, dude. You're thinking of... Um, the Rack. The, the Rack, yeah. Yeah, Black Vice. It's the one where um, at the beginning Horrible. of that person's upkeep... It deals X damage to them where X is... X is their cards minus three. Minus four. Minus four, yeah. So that's banned in Legacy. That should be unbanned. That's either here nor there, I suppose. Unbanned Jace, yay or nay? In Modern? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. And now, yeah, I believe that there are plenty of ways to handle a Jace now. It's not as big a deal. Even, I believe, if you look at some of the pros conversations between what they think they would like to see unbanned since there's cards that directly hit a planeswalker they're not as scared as jace well now. what's the most commonly played card in modern i mean it's lightning bolt yeah yes true so i yeah i'm fine with that getting banned uh unbanned sorry even, they, even though i never play blue but they plus two jace and like yeah they're just wasting it well you're not getting you're not gonna bolt it if they plus two it so fine. They just they just played one of the five. most powerful cards in Magic to do like one of the least powerful things you could do. I don't know. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. See, this spoiler is like um, the art is actually off because like High Tide they have new art for it. Yeah, they do. But I was on the say, Wizards page, it's like yeah, it's the old art. On the question about World Gorger Dragon, I forgot this. So World Gorger Dragon in the yard and like an animate dead or dance of the dead give you infinite mana, and it's kind of. Uh, on turn two, it can be used on in tomb, and it's just it's really really busted. Okay, that's yeah. Wait, how does that work? So world gorger dragon in the yard. To find it and throw it away. Yeah, a lot of times people just use in tomb to put it in their graveyard, and mm-hmm. then on turn two you animate dead or dance of the dead, and uh, you get infinite mana. Because when it comes into play, it it exiles all your things. And then when it dies, you get the things back. So, oh, all right. Yeah. So then, so then you just it just because then you get your enchantment. Your enchantment targets the world gorger. It just keeps going and going and going. Yep. That's kind of cool. It's also kind of banned. <laughs> Fine. It's fun to see Berserk going to be castable or uh, going to be cubed. Oh my god, Berserk is such a sweet card. I've only gotten to play with it once, and it's amazing. Cool. So, yeah, so, you know, Vintage Masters coming up this weekend. Uh, get on there, start playing, and start rare drafting. <laughs> and probably build a deck, too. But um, I- I'm-, I'm excited to see what happens. I just want, I'm just like, I have no idea what's going to happen opening a pack with potentially Power 9 in it. I just want to see what happens and just draft it. Like, it's the only way to find out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, I'm pumped for it. Uh, you guys all seem pretty pumped for it. Um, I'll probably do it once. Yeah, you know, I did that with Modern Master. I did it like twice, and then I was like, I just got steamrolled, and I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Oh. I like lost like money faster than anything. I was about to say it's just a lot of money, like the Vintage Masters thing. I, I don't, I, but I think that like this is going to be so much more worth it. Um, in terms of like the sheer potential for so much amazing stuff, like Modern Masters, you had kind of a lot of. Eh, like unimpressive stuff 
But this is just goes so deep in terms of like how much cool stuff you could open for your online collection. All right, I want to ask you this question. The last pack of Modern Masters I bought had the word. I called my shot, by the way. What oh, card yeah. did I? What What card did I get that I tore my twenty dollars up on? Uh, I don't know. I called my shot. I literally did. I'm like, I'm going to spend this money and I'm going to get Oriox Salvagers, and I did. I wound wow. up with it too. Oh, I <laughs> that's gave it really. To you. you did give it to me. <laughs> I was so mad. That thing is so awesome with all the spell bombs, though, in draft. Agreed. Like, every time I draft, I hope I open that card. That's why you're not supposed to just uh, crack Modern Masters packs, Ryan. Lesson learned, I hope. Or or crack packs ever. So, awesome. So, uh, we're going to wrap up here. Um, I, hope, I hope your cat scratches your face tonight. In uh, in We'll be back in two weeks. Um, the, uh, the topic is going to be the modern PTQ that I'll be playing in on the 21st. And hopefully Steven will be playing as well. Uh, Ryan, you're probably going to play. Um, that is the plan unless, uh, situations with the wife circumnavigate that plan. Circumvent that plan. Right on, (laughs) right on. Um, Joel, PTQ, Richardson, modern 21st playing. Yeah, I'll probably play. I've been doing so much affinity lately. I feel pretty decent at the deck. So. Cool. So you'll be I feel playing. Good at Storm. So we got affinity. We got Storm. Um, I'm planning on playing Burn. Uh, I'm gonna need to borrow cards like hardcore though. Um, and Steven, Burn. What are you gonna play? Uh, Burn or Grizzle Band. Oh wow. Matt wants to play the new eggs. Oh, KCI eggs. Oh. Yeah. He says he wants to build that. He's missing opals. I'm like, I'll loan you my opals. I played against Don't. that online, and I played uh, Idolon of the Great Revel and just smiled. It was the best. Oh, good God. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to casting Idolon in Modern. I'm just really pumped. So um, that's, I mean, that's my plan. Um, I, I, I need to get, that's what I need to do is I really want to be able to play Modern. There, fortunately, like, there aren't a lot of Modern PTQs in our area um this season so i'm gonna play one get my feet wet in the format and then uh and then you know next summer uh really be ready to uh to dive into modern headlong um so you know so that's pretty much what the topic's going to be in two weeks um i don't know if anyone read my article uh uh, on legit mtg which is you know where the show is as you may have heard from the intro i Um, actually did yeah, cool. Um, you know, well, you know, I'm doing articles now on the off weeks uh, for legit, and uh, my article next week will be on the uh, in, on dark prophecy. Uh, <laughs> that that's a, that's a, that's a tale that must be told. Stop trying to f- make fetch happen. No, it's no, not no, going to no, happen. See, no, this is the thing: is that I'm going to talk. I mean, the, the 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 article is called um, "Prophecies Unfulfilled: A Cautionary Tale." Um, and like, you know, I'm going to do some, I'm going to post some decks messing with the card and just kind of talk about like what happens when you go like all in on a card that doesn't pan out. You know, I mean, it just, it'll be interesting and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, another thing that I want to just real quickly get into is that I want everybody who, uh, listens to this show, take a moment and go to the wizards page and, uh, nominate me for the magic online community cup. Um, I really want to play in this this year. Um, oh. You know, this month, uh, the 28th, uh, this the 26th this month is uh, I'm celebrating two years sober. 
Um, and congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. And, and so like, I just really feel like that would be like the most awesome, like, uh, edge anniversary present ever is to be nominated for the community cup. Is that Uh, what that's called? That's what I call it. Um, good name, but, uh, you know, so, you know, that's like, um, something that I'd really love to do. I've always wanted to do it. Um, I've never felt um, before when we were doing this cast before and I wasn't sober, I never really felt like I deserved it. And, uh, you know, I'm not sitting there going, I deserve it. I'm a great person. I'm not trying to say all that, but like, I feel like it would be such a great reward for, um, for the last two years would just be such a cool way to cap it off would be to get nominated for the community cup. So, you know, if anyone wants to get on there and nominate me, cool. If y'all want to nominate someone else, nominate I'm someone else, you know. Doing it as we speak. Well, thank you. Um, oh, you know, Alex, I don't know my Wizards Online account. I'll just sign up for I'll one. do. I'll let you know in a minute. Um, but um, mine? <laughs> that was the terrible joke. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but uh, if you want to sign, if you want to nominate me, I'd really appreciate that. I just really want to get some momentum going and, and get into this thing because it'd be really exciting. Um. So, uh, anyway, uh, I guess that's all we have for this week. Uh, so until next time, we are Yo MTG Taps. Hail Hydra. Never encounter fights with self-defense, leg swipes, alcohol, toss, molotovs, throwing down the mic. Now they get caught up in a hype for being so uptight. Sag with your jeans was never me, mug, right, strike. Android thinking combined. Libro Jenkins outlined the highest price. Hip-hop, you rep vaguely. I'm consistent, fresh, daily. I maintained a quiet life during open mics. Expectations is too high. Dreams holding it. I've lost friends and loved ones. Couldn't cope with it. Yo MTG Taps is available every other Thursday on LegitMTG.com, IWantMyMTG.com, MTGCast.com, and iTunes. Email us, YoMTGTaps at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Tumblr, YoMTGTaps.tumblr.com. Follow us on Twitter, at YoMTGTaps. Follow me on Twitter at OMGWTFBHJFTW. Follow Steven on Twitter at M00NPI. Follow Joey on Twitter at Affinity for Blue. Featuring music by You'll Never Know and Logic Marsalis. Available at magneticmoments.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to YoMTG Taps. I'm Big Hit Joe. Got that hype. I'm Stephen Marshall. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if we're going to talk about magic or something, I don't know. These guys are here. Guys. <laughs> yeah, I was, we're here. Hey. I was wondering if we waited to be introduced or something. I'm here. I'm, we're, we got a couple people with us. Uh... <laughs> Are you playing smooth, DJ? All right, right let now? me, let me, let me. Let, no, I was playing like super depressed. He DJ. sounds like he's sad. <laughs> I was like super depressed, DJ. Okay, let me start this over and do this for real. Um, hey, everybody! <laughs> hey. Sorry. I was, well, <laughs> I was not on mute there. Okay, hold on. I have never that was wanted the to best. Part on. All right, TV. now, now, throat's cleared. Radio. Ah. <laughs> uh.